everybody. This is Jesse with Practical Missions Cohort, and this is our podcast, which, as usual, we are recording from the mission field here in Italy. And Practical Missions Cohort, in short, it exists for the edification of church bodies exclusively in Italy, where today they just don't exist. Less than 1% of the population of 60 million people here in Italy are evangelical. And uh, there is great, great need, and, and that's why we're here, to preach the gospel, evangelize, make disciples, and plant churches by the grace of God to the glory of God. And today's update has to do with uh, a podcast, no, uh, email update that we sent out titled Video Avenues. And uh, basically, uh, there's a video update in there, but it's not really an update. This is a, a type of promotional video. Uh, we were asked uh, ch- by a church that supports us in the, in the States, in the Pennsylvania area, if we could uh, put together some kind of video sharing about us, the ministry, what's going on, uh, just so they can share it with the congregation during a missions event that they're having. And uh, so this is not an actual promotional video. We do hope in the near future to uh, uh, receive help by God's grace from a uh, Someone in the church who's skilled with video, videography, uh, all that kind of stuff, talented at making short two to three minute promotional videos to come actually experience some stuff here in Italy with us, uh, interview us, interview Italian people, uh, get good images and clips of the reality of Italy, the everyday life Italy stuff. And uh, we hope to use that as a promotional piece in the future uh, to let uh, the brethren back in the States understand the mission in Italy and the different ways they can get involved and, and so on. So this particular video, which you can see at the practicalmissions.org website, it, it's there, it's ready to go. And uh, But it, it's not an update as much as it is just telling of the different avenues here uh, through Practical Missions Cohort for you, your church, and some of your friends to come and get involved uh, in the work here in a personal way. Taking a pause here to sip on some uh, tea, and it's a beautiful day today here in Italy. Uh, we're at near the islands of Venice, on the mainland in Mestre. The sun is shining. It's a bit windy, but it's a beautiful day. And just after this, we're going to be getting out to distribute some tracks, and uh, looking forward uh, to that. So that's the title of the update: Video Avenues. And uh, we'll I'll mention a couple things about those avenues. Perhaps uh, we have a short update, a couple prayer requests, some useful links, things that you can check out that I'll mention, and a brief exhortation. Uh, today's episode will be a little bit short because uh, all the real info for this one happens to be in that particular video. So typically we would have uh, exhortation, a Bible verse, and this time, uh, just to mix it up a little bit, we have uh, a meme that we put together, uh, a picture, which is something I took in Venice when I was getting some documents done at the, at the town hall. So we could do evangelism a couple weeks ago. And uh, it happened to be a foggy day over the river, and I just took a photo with the gate there. Uh, kind of looks neat. Anyway, the quote comes from Brother Spurgeon, Charles Spurgeon. If you don't know him, uh, make sure you go find out who he is and uh, read all his stuff, and your life will be transformed. I'm, I'm quite confident of that. Uh, he says this though, at one point. He said, We should all tremble for those who hear the word and do not receive it, and yet remain content. That is the worst state of all for anyone to be in. We should all tremble for those who hear the word and they do not receive it and yet they remain content. So you can imagine when you're preaching the gospel, some people hear it, they don't receive it, but they're still happy, happy to go on life just like they were before. And Brother Spurgeon reminds us for that individual, that's the worst state for anyone in the world to be in. They've heard the gospel of grace, they've been enlightened to the truth and yet not receiving it, they're able to somehow go on content in their life, knowing eternal damnation awaits them, knowing they're under the wrath of God, knowing there is a way of salvation, but they're just totally 
ignoring it. It's like being on a boat, sailing in the open sea. You got a big old hole in the bottom, water's filling in, and you're just not concerned. Ah. Happy as can be, just continuing on, enjoying the good weather, not realizing you'll be underwater, probably eaten by sharks or at least full of water and drowning within moments. Uh, terrible state to be in. So Brother Spurgeon does remind us of that quite well. And he's such a word master, so good with words. Anytime I'm reading his stuff, it's just so captivating, really, really wonderful. So I encourage you, if you don't know anything about Spurgeon, go check him out, get a hold of some of his books uh, and, and sermons and, and listen and re- read, read what you can. Back up here to the top of the email, the short update. I'm looking at it here. We are still working on getting our tickets uh, to the U.S. for our promotional trip. It's a bit complicated, but hopefully we will have some official dates soon. That was the update in the email. I'm happy to say, thankful to say, we are finally have made those the, the purchase for those tickets. <coughs> Sorry, today uh, it cost us a little over two thousand uh, dollars, but that's the price when you have to take two adults and a baby uh, back and forth round trip. It's actually not too bad. Uh, but we were hoping for a little better, but not too bad. And uh, the date we have finally locked down will be that we're coming before Easter, actually. So we'll be going in on this or flying out on the 17th, uh, arriving in the States on the 17th. And the plan at this point is uh, we're actually going to land in uh, in New Jersey, get picked up there, uh, taken back to Pennsylvania, spend a night or two there. And then uh, we have uh, uh, a vehicle, which is another um, answer to prayer. In a previous update or somewhere, I mentioned that we need a vehicle and uh, to use while we're in the States. And to my surprise and and delight uh, i think four different people offered up a car for us to use and that's unusual that's not normal and we're very very thankful for that reality that possibility of people uh wanting to play a part in this ministry uh that keep us in their hearts and prayers and have uh, means available that they're willing to surrender up to the lord's uh service and so on and make that kind of sacrifice uh so uh, if I didn't get back to you about your offer, do forgive me. Uh, we're, we've been helping out some brothers and sisters in the not too uh, not too distant from where we are here in Italy, uh, going through an actual crisis, ministry crisis, and so on. So we've been giving a little bit of time to counsel and help them and comfort them and so on. Uh, but we're getting caught up on some emailing, and I will get back to you soon, uh, Lord willing. Uh, but we're thankful for that. We have a vehicle to use. We'll probably be... Uh, once we get into New Jersey, then Pennsylvania, and then uh, probably Saturday, Friday or Saturday, we're going to go... To, uh, to New York, Long Island, where our fam- church family is, and uh, spend the first Lord's Sunday, Lord's Day with them. And we're very excited that it'll actually be Easter, and apparently there's a big party going on that day as well, and we're very excited to see as many people as we can just hang out, relax. It's such a breath of fresh air. That kind of fellowship is so sweet to us uh, when we're serving day in and day out in a place like like where we are here, and there's just there's there's not that reality uh, of the church life and the vibrancy like that. So that's really really exciting. That that's the plan. The seventeenth we're coming in. The first weekend we'll be in New York for sure. And now we're making plans. Uh, officially now we're making plans to start visiting other friends and churches and groups and so on and organizing a couple events, Lord willing, so we can share about uh, practical missions cohort and uh, how the Lord is working in us and through us here. Uh, so we're very excited about that. Thank you for praying about that, and uh, thank you that we finally got that deal worked out. We we wanted those dates, and then the, the, purple, the people who are trying to get the tickets for us said, oh, it's too late, they're already taken, there's no seats available. So then we started looking at some other dates. All of a sudden, I get an email yesterday, I need to know by 3 p.m. if you want it, I can still get you guys those tickets. Something popped up. I didn't see the email until like 5 p.m. or something, so it was too late to order, but then she said it's still okay, and somehow I just made the purchase with a credit card now, and uh, it seems like we actually have the tickets, which is great. 
Uh, now we just got to pack and organize and get all that stuff ready. But we still have another 20 days or so. Uh, very exciting. Though. Very exciting to go and see everybody back in the States. And we'll be there, uh, yeah, the last part of April, the whole month of May, and a little bit the beginning of June as well. Uh, so please reach out to us. Uh, we love to fix a date, uh, and we'd love to see you guys. Uh, we'll definitely be full and very uh, here, there, all over the place, and so many people want to see. We probably won't be able to see everybody, but it is a little bit of a longer trip for us this time, and we do hope to make a way to see everyone and spend quality time with, with family and so on. Another update that we have in this particular uh, episode would be uh, Renato and his life partner, Maria Grazia. We mentioned them before, been evangelizing them. She's been battling the cancer thing for the last year or so uh, and has actually passed away last weekend. She passed away. He was just in tears beside himself, a little bit crazy. And uh, But I was there to comfort him by God's grace, calling him every day, going to visit him every day, offering to bring them meals if he needs it, this kind of stuff, and obviously bringing the Word of God, opening the Word and and, and letting him receive uh, the Word of God and hear what it actually is. Evangelizing, but he's in such a difficult state, it's hard for him to understand if he's hearing or understanding anything. Uh, But he did give our tracks to uh, Maria Grazia, so hopefully uh, we can only trust the Lord uh, for her soul, whatever happened. Uh, But hopefully she read that, took it seriously, and we we trust uh, that God kept her alive long enough so she could at least hear the gospel before passing. And um, I was unable to get in there. I, I wanted to go. I asked if I could, but they weren't able to work it out for time for me to come. Uh, and then next thing you know, she passed. Uh, so a lot there. I can't tell the whole story, but uh, do pray for him. In the meantime, he's uh, he's like a dog returning to its master. Every morning he goes to where she is and just sits there, reads the newspaper, talks to her as if she can hear him, and so on. He's just distraught. But uh, I'm continuing to minister to him the, the word of God, the gospel of grace. Uh, and so on, and the need for uh, understanding the gospel and repenting and trusting in Christ for salvation. And uh, in his mind, he was just a good guy. He wasn't in any need. of. Uh, this is a funny story that I will tell this. He, he's struggling to understand his true state before God as I evangelize him, how he's violated all these different commands of God and actually needs a Savior and so on. God's not just our our big genie in a bottle, but he's 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 sovereign, he's holy, he's he's the judge, and he has to condemn sinners. And so on, and, but he offers his free gift of salvation, eternal life for all those who repent. He just wasn't really understanding the gravity of his sin, and that he actually has sin, and, and so on. And at one point, his phone rings. This is hilarious. And he goes into panic. And what's hilarious is about it because he always dresses really nice. He wears a suit, uh, and uh, but he's got hair like uh, that guy in Back to the Future. The mad scientist. It's exactly what this guy looks like. I, I want to get a picture of him so bad just to share it with you guys. But he has this white, wild hair. And uh, he dresses in a suit. He looks good. But he got the white, wild hair. <coughs> and uh, literally looks like a mad scientist. Uh, like the guy from Back to the Future. Doc, I think his name is. And uh, all of a sudden, the, his phone rings. And it's somebody he doesn't want to talk to. Right? I'm, I'm evangelizing him. I'm reading the word of scripture to him. Exhorting him to his need of repentance and so on. And uh, he, he sees this person on the phone. And kind of his hair shakes a little bit. And he, he kind of freaks out. And he throws the phone at me. Here, you answer. You answer. Answer in English. This guy speaks English. Answer in English. Uh, I'm not here. I'm not here. And he starts yelling at me. And I'm thinking, good grief, what are you talking about? I'm not. What, 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 what's going on? I have no idea what's going on. And uh, he hands me this phone. I, for some reason, I actually answered. I, I, he hit on and handed to me. So I start talking in English. And then at some point, he's trying to whisper to me he's not there and tell me this. And I just closed the phone and hung it up. I said, listen, I don't know what you're trying to do. Uh, but I can't do this. You got to tell me if you need me to, to say something ahead of time. You can't just toss me a phone like this and ask me to do stuff for you. And that's just crazy. And uh, and then it starts ringing again, and he hands it to me again. and says, "Listen, I'm not going to answer your phone, and I'm not going to lie either. You're asking me to sin. You want me to lie for you to saying you're not here when you're right here. That's just foolish. If you don't want to talk to him, just don't answer the phone." <laughs> and he said, 
Ah, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then he put down the phone and that was over. Uh, crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, but at the same time, he turned red in his face because he realized here he is acting as if he doesn't have sin. And all of a sudden his phone rings, he goes into panic and he's starting to tell lies and make stuff up. And it's quite evident he's a sinner like all the rest of us and he needs forgiveness and salvation. So uh, God is at work there and uh, we do pray. Uh, that this will be a, a moment in his life where he'll actually take serious these these things. And uh, my heart is moved for him. I care about this man. Uh, it breaks my heart to see him weeping and, and in such pain and agony. And it's all, as we know, the result of a fallen world and sin in this world and so on. And uh, death is a reality uh, that has to be dealt with. Uh, but let this be a time for him to come to saving faith. That's that's our prayer. So continue to pray for this guy named Renato, and uh, that would be wonderful. Oh, I do have it on here. Update we need. Uh, we have been offered a car. I did mention that in this particular update. Yes, we have been offered a car, and actually a few of them, which is wonderful. So hopefully one of them will actually work and suit our needs, and uh, that'll be fantastic. I'm sure they would all probably work just fine. Uh, here we go. Prayer request, fruitful evangelism, and open doors as the spring weather is now here. All right, so those were the updates. This is the uh, particular new prayer request. If you're hearing this and, and joining in and, and you want to know how to pray for us at this season in the ministry, one way right away is the uh, open doors for evangelism. The sun is coming out. It's People are coming out of their caves, so to speak. The streets are filling up. People are out doing stuff uh, every day of the week now, which is great. It's getting warmer and warmer, little by little. Trees are starting to turn green. Flowers are blooming. Uh, it's that time of the year here, and it's wonderful. Uh, so pray for now, uh, open doors and fruitful evangelism. Uh, that's the biggest need at the hour is 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 exactly that, open doors and evangelism to be happening and, and so on. Uh, and But to add to that, pray also uh, for more laborers, which is, as I mentioned before, one of the main reasons for this trip. It's a promotional type trip primarily and uh, that we're doing in the States. And uh, the big idea here is uh, God has people. He's calling to missions. Many of them probably think, that means I have to go to the jungle or to extreme poverty situations, and I just I'm scared of that. Uh, but what they don't realize is 60 million people live in Italy. Less than one percent are evangelical. 99 percent of them are unreached. Don't know what the gospel is. Don't know how to be saved. Don't know what to believe regarding the things of God and so on. Never opened their Bible. Ignorant of the way of salvation. And there's great great need here. And perhaps some of you even listening, uh, the Lord would call you to involvement here in the Lord's work in Italy through Practical Missions Cohort. And you just don't know it. And we need to meet and, and find out. But the big idea is promotional, and we want to see. All kinds of different uh, promotional things happening. And as I mentioned in the video, I'll just mention it again real quick here. There's, there's avenues. One of those avenues would be uh, a vision trip. We really are praying to see a couple vision trips this year. Uh, folks from a church, uh, three, four friends, or four or five friends getting together, including one church leader or someone involved in the mission stuff, uh, coming out to Italy for five days or so at least, and then take a couple extra if you want and go explore the, the beautiful things in Italy to see. Uh, but come and do a vision trip like that where you get a taste of the ministry, learn about the ministry, learn about the people, what's going on, the church, etc. And, uh, and, and and take that information, everything back with you to your church and find out if there's a way that you guys can come out on a, uh, a yearly basis or maybe buy yearly, every couple of years, come out or send interns or something. Internship would be another thing where one to 12 months you can come, uh, we find you a place to stay, we get you set up, you raise your funds and so on, and then you serve in very practical, tangible ways, doing distributions, doing evangelism, studying and learning Italian, hosting English as a second language courses, and a variety of other things like that, as well as church involvement, uh, uh, yeah, the church plant team involvement, all that kind of stuff uh, while you're doing it. And then another avenue would be uh, short-term evangelism groups for the summer. We don't have any for this summer, but we're looking at next summer and, and promoting that. 
we uh, we would love to see groups of ten people, eight eight to ten people come out for ten days and uh, do intensive evangelism, uh, group distributions, park ministry with the kids and puppets and stories and games and prizes, drama ministry in the town squares, anything else you can think of that creating awareness, getting the gospel out, and so on. Church involvement obviously is in there, testimonies. Uh, great, great way. And then and the last avenue would be long-term, where you do a two-year term to a four-year term. Uh, commit to that. Come, settle in, and get involved in every aspect of the ministry as we do church planning through evangelism and discipleship. So pray for that upcoming trip. Pray for open doors for that and people, laborers, uh, to come into the harvest and play a part in the Lord's church efforts here. The second prayer request, uh, first one was fruitful evangelism, open doors, which led us to that long spiel about the avenues, uh, which I said it would mention anyway, so that's okay. Um, last one prayer request is simply the a new podcast that we've created uh, for the church plant efforts here. Uh, so normally we record uh, biblical exhortation sermons, and, uh, and then we make them available online. Uh, podcasting is getting uh, growing. It's even coming into Italy a little bit now. They're a little more aware of that. Uh, one way simply because a lot of people use iPhones, and it's just on the, it's on the phone when you buy it, I think. But little by little, it's growing. If the idea is relevant, when we uh, put out tracks, we can put links to different things on these tracks, and people have immediate access to become aware of it. So even if they're not searching for it, they have no desire to seek out anything like this, uh, the fact that it arrives in their mailbox, in their house, on their table, and they see a link there, it is likely they will check it out, click on it, and then be exposed to the Word of God. In the olden days, people would gather uh, when people like George Whitfield would preach the gospel. He would fill entire fields with thousands of people, and he had this monstrous voice, and he would be able to proclaim the gospel. People actually listen and would do stuff. Today, uh, things have changed. Uh, people don't gather like they used to, but they do gather everybody on social media and all these different online things and so on, and there's not a whole lot of good things for them to, to see online these days. Um, but this is one way to get into where they're at, and um, so get into their house and then get them access to, to listen and hear the Word of God, which uh, the average Italian person has never heard the Word of God preached, explained, exhorted, expounded in any way ever in their life. They've simply heard of the Mass where somebody... Uh, it's kind of like a voodoo type, you know, just mystical, everybody chanting stuff. But they never heard the word uh, in its context, opened up, explained, and then brought down to everyday life what it means for a person today, a disciple, how you live that out, and so on. Applications, foreign concept. This exposes them to that. So we take, uh, I'll start doing a couple throughout the week, just from my daily devotional times, open the word of God, uh, expound it a little bit, explain one particular concept. Uh, with a particular applications, mostly a bit uh, evangelistic, realizing that the majority of people listening are not actually saved, and thus uh, always evangelistic, but uh, short, brief exhortations, 5 to 15 minutes long, and then all the sermons that we would record as usual would get posted on there as well. So, And then when we do these short biblical exhortations a couple throughout the week, it's kind of like a radio broadcast at that point, so we can also... Uh, touch on current events. It's a big deal. You know, someone, a lady just gave birth over here, and then uh, a couple hours after giving birth, she died. Uh, another lady uh, stopped a car recently in the middle of the road to save an animal. Next thing you know, gets hit by an old man in a car who didn't see her because it's nighttime. Tragedies happen all over the place, but you can tie these into different realities of life, uh, uh, tie them into the, to these exhortations. Uh, so we're excited about this new podcast, the idea here, and uh, it's, it is a real way to get the gospel into the, the, hearts and, the hearts and minds of the people here. Uh, delivering it to the house through our tracks is just one link on a particular track that might whet their appetite, get them thinking, and expose them to a, a way that they can listen in and hear things uh, from the Word of God that they're just not aware of yet. They haven't heard before ever and don't even know of such realities. Uh, so pray for that, uh, for God to bless it, for it to come into fruition. And this is great because even while in the States, I, as long as I have my Italian Bible with me, I can still turn on the microphone, record things, and continue to post uh, once a week or so on. Uh, to expose that to um, 
yeah, for the Italian people here in this area that we're reaching out to. So pray for that uh, effort as well, if you could. Uh, closing out today, we have uh, the normal uh, Q&A thing is still available. I do have a couple uh, other questions, which I need to get to, and hopefully I will soon. Uh, so thank you for those of you who asked questions, and uh, we'll get to them soon. Uh, there is a new blog post, which uh, you can check out. Uh, the most recent one here is Keeping Up With Current Events, and we shared about a link to uh, Al Mohler's uh, uh, podcast, which we find to be very helpful for us on the mission field to stay up to date with what's going on, at least in America, but even around the world. And a brilliant man, great, great uh, podcast there that's available to you guys as well. Check it out. Worth your time. Better than anything like this that you listen to uh, for your own edification and, and awareness of what's going on in the world. Very, very good uh, podcast. We highly recommend that. Uh, yeah, all the other stuff I mentioned, the administrator person, uh, potential, there is one potential person out there. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested, contact us for more information about that. An ESL outreach director, that could be a great role for someone to play as well here in Italy. Uh, so that's it for today, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, till the next time. God bless you. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.